0: morning and welcome fellow sovereigns and today I'd like to talk about being unreasonable which is what we're kind of trained uh, not to do we're supposed to be reasonable good reasonable human beings and I would suggest that's probably a good thing being unreasonable in today's definition and in my one if you like means living without reasons. And so, let me take you back. (laughs) I'll give you an example of how not to do it. So in the 1990s sometime, I did Rex McCann's Essentially Men Workshop, which is a workshop for men, obviously. Three-day, transformative, incredible, amazing, life-changing. One of the sections of that workshop <clears throat> there were many Rex was talking about when someone asks us to do something so we have three possible responses one is to do it so, sorry this is when someone asks us to do something we don't want to do three possible responses one is that we go along with it we do what we don't want to do for whatever reason, whether we feel guilty or feel that we should, I don't know, suck up to this person or you know, make brownie points or whatever. So we can either do it reluctantly, resistantly, or we can choose not to do it and out of the not doing it, we can either give lots of reasons or one reason or many reasons or we can give no reasons. And so Rex was explaining that if someone asks you to do something and you say, no, thanks, because whatever the because is, whatever the reason you give, they then have an immediate opportunity to step in and say, oh, well, I can fix that so we can still do this. So let's say someone's asked you to come and have a game of golf and you don't feel like it. Maybe you don't like golf full stop. But you don't feel like golf today. Someone says, come and have a game of golf. It'll be lovely to see you and we'll enjoy the game. And you just don't want to do it. So the first response of most humans is to find a reason for not doing it. And maybe you could say, oh, sorry, mate, my my car's broken down. I can't get there. What's he going to do? That's fine. I'll pick you up. And there goes your excuse. You have to go along with it. Or, oh, I've got to, my wife's out and I've got to look after the dog. No problem. My son loves looking after animals. Bring them around, leave them at our place, and we can go and have a game of golf. Whatever. Whatever reason we come up with for not doing something, somebody else can come along with a solution. And if we've said, oh, I can't do this because of X, As soon as they dissolve X, they find a solution. You have to go along with it. You're stuck. So X's suggestion is that we just say, thank you, but no. End of story. Or we say, I don't feel like it today. So there's no tangible reason. I just don't feel like it or you can say no thanks that's really quite difficult to do it takes a strong a strong person to actually just say no thank you I don't want to go shopping I don't want to do this I don't want to do that so we can if it's hard to say just no thanks full, full stop say no thanks I don't feel like it And there's nothing other people can then do because you're in your power. They can't take that away, dissolve your not feeling like it. And whatever they say, you just say, I don't feel like it. So there's no reason. We're living without reason. (laughs) Because the ultimate truth is we always make our decisions from our Heart, or our intuition or our emotions or something that's below consciousness almost. And we'll make a decision to do this or that or the other thing, whether that's in business, whether that's in international politics or in our personal lives, whatever level of decision is made, it always comes from an emotional source. And then later on, we like to back it up with some sort of tangible, measurable reason. But the reason is never the real reason. The real reason is that we do not want to do it from an emotional or more likely from an intuitional spirit guided reason. And sometimes we don't know what that reason is. And I just read a quote from um, Kao Jung before. It said, If the path before you is clear, you're probably on someone else's. Because whenever we make any kind of decision, we actually don't know what's going to happen. All we can do is make our decision in this moment. Kind of knowing it's the right thing but not knowing what the outcome is going to be. We just know. <clears throat> and I was going to do all sorts of things today, but it, um, I travelled five hours yesterday. So I'm in a different place than I was yesterday in a different place than I was the day before. And so there were people here this morning and they didn't go till 11. And so my whole day has been disrupted. I was planning to do this. <laughs> And that's another story as well, which we can leave for another day. So anyway, I just felt it doesn't matter. I'll just do it later. And there's no logic to that. I could have pushed and pushed and pushed and done it and found a a space. And so because I left this to do, do it later, I just relaxed into it and I could have... Yeah, I made time, made a moment and done this, but it just felt right. And then what happened in that space was, okay, so last night I had some disturbing news about my property in Australia and a particular person in it, and I was stewing about that all night or praying about it. And then in the space that I was going to be doing this talk this morning, I ended up speaking to my tenant and it seems like we have solved all of that stuff so if I'd done my podcast per the plan the resolution wouldn't have happened Well, it might have happened later and I would still be sort of on tender hooks so I'm quite glad that I t- chose not to push it and do it much earlier it just Somehow inside it just said, just just ease off. It's okay. It'll be later than normal. So I've done that. So getting back to the original story, Rex McCann's <laughs> uh, workshop, which was truly amazing. He's, he's an amazing man. So once we'd done it, and so there was this group of men, probably 40, 35, 40 men, I think, and so a group of us got to know each other really well, really quite intimately um, and, and from an emotional point of view. And it was a, one of the amazing things about it was I got to know so many guys from a, a deep emotional perspective, if you like. But most of them, I had no idea what their surnames were, no idea where they lived, no idea what they did for a job which is quite bizarre because when we meet people first thing we do what's your name next one is what do you do and where do you live and what's of car all those tangible things we didn't do that in this workshop it was quite it was lovely but we got to know what's really going on the concerns and the what's not peaceful in people's lives and, and all of that sort of stuff anyway a group of us got on really well and so a year later we decided to have an annual, uh, a, get- a get-together, for, you know, and celebrate a year of, from doing Rex's course. So we sent out invitations, we organised a venue, organised some events around it, and people replied. And quite a few came, and quite a few didn't. And some remembered Rex's teaching, shall we say, and they just said, no thanks, I, I can't. Or, no thanks, I don't feel like it. Most of them came up with a reason for not doing it. I've got to go to my kids, da-da-da-da-da, we're planning a holiday, I can't take the time out, my car's broken down, we're short of money, whatever. There were Most people found some sort of reason, and we, we kind of chuckled. Because we all do it, we all forget, the lovely life lessons we learn <laughs> which is probably why I'm doing this to remind myself it's not about you at all the funny thing was the one person who had the most reasons not to come yeah you guessed it was Rex <laughs> so um, teacher learn your own lessons um, Rex has changed his name anyway now I'm not sure what he calls himself so he may not see this, but if he does, I'm sure he will chuckle. Um, he's a self-effacing, and yeah, he can laugh at himself, just like the rest of us. And so it's a, quite a challenge to say no without having a reason, without having a tangible excuse. Oh, I've got to do this. I've got to take the kids there. I've got to work in the way. Whatever. Just say No. Thanks for your lovely invitation, but I don't feel like going to the movies today. Thanks for your lovely invitation, but I don't feel like, whatever, taking the rubbish out this morning. <laughs> yeah, you know, big and small things. I was just going to say something else, then. what was it? It went shoo, through my head. Ah. The same with saying yes. So I remember I did the landmark forum, and they had this bizarre sort of, Exercise if you like, and this person had to choose between two ice creams chocolate and vanilla, which one do you want okay and each time the person would uh, choose vanilla and then the person would say why and they'd come up with a reason oh, I like vanilla i 've always liked vanilla no no start again do you want do you want chocolate or vanilla oh, i 'll take the chocolate one why oh because 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 <laughs> And eventually, the person being questioned, if you like, suddenly it went twig. And it's almost like it went through the whole room, this realization to choose the ice cream because that's the one I choose. End of story. I choose vanilla because I choose vanilla. And that was the correct answer. And so it doesn't matter whether we're saying yes or no. I just choose to do this. People say why? Because I feel like it. I choose to do that. Why? Because I feel like it. Because that is, one, it's the truth. You just, It comes from the feeling, wanting to do it. And any reasons we make up afterwards why vanilla is better than chocolate or why I want to go for a holiday there and not there. There's no kind of actually tangible reason it's just I feel like it <laughs> so it doesn't matter if the decision we're making is about yes or no when we're faced with somebody else asking us and we're saying yes I will do this or no I will not do this just try it it's really empowering but it's also very difficult because most of us have been trained if you like or we've probably trained ourselves to come up with a reason every time. Reason, 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 reason. And I'm suggesting just try being unreasonable. Try living without a reason for doing whatever. And we can practice with ourselves. Do I want toast or muesli? Oh, your toast is much better because of the diet. No, no, no. Toast because I feel like it. Or whatever it is. Just practice it. Do so I want to go to this beach or that beach? Well, that, I haven't been that one to him for a while, so I'll go, no, no. I just feel like going to that beach. <laughs> it's quite a challenge because we've always done the reason thing. Reason, reason, reason for everything. So that's my little challenge today for you and for me. To choose being unreasonable. And so we're not being rude to people at all when we say, I don't feel like it. It's a perfectly valid reason. <laughs> oh, I caught myself. So I wish you an unreasonable day to find no reason for everything you do and don't do. And I wish you peace and all who sail in her.